This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, we've been talking about the Federal Reserve, uh, obviously focused there this afternoon when we hear what will be the next interest rate increase. And also, of course, the concerns around what the GDP uh, data is going to look like uh, tomorrow. Peter Conti-Brown, Associate Professor of Financial Regulation at the Wharton School, joins us with more. Hi, Peter. How are you? Hey, Dan. Good to hear from you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks very much for giving us a few moments. And so as all of this has played out, and I should note Peter, a a well-known Fed historian as well, where has your focus been in regards to the path the Fed has been taking from a historical perspective? You know, the uh, the extraordinary times we are in, it feels like a sentence we've been saying to each other, Dan, now for a decade. It seems like the Fed is always facing something extraordinary. And and so it is today. We're seeing these, these aggressive uh, rate hikes at levels not seen in a generation or even two. And the Fed finds itself in a position where, despite its aggressive policy stance, because of how low interest rates have been and how high and surprising inflation is, it's still in a relatively uh, accommodative stance relative to, to inflation. And so that tells us that the Fed has to, and the reason it's signaling so aggressively these interest rate hikes, uh, the Fed has to uh, uh, shore up its credibility to markets that it's taking inflation seriously, while at the same time not threatening to turn out millions of Americans and indeed uh, individuals the world over uh, out of work uh, in the name of, of fighting that inflation. Uh, you know, Paul Volcker is, is invoked often uh, in these times, but we shouldn't forget that it was the worst recession since the Great Depression associated with Paul Volcker's very dramatic uh, anti-inflationary monetary policy. And so the Fed is trying to navigate both of those waters. It's trying to say, all right, we want to bring inflation down. We want to do it as quickly as we can do without bringing in a, a baby depression uh, as a consequence. Yeah. How challenging from a historic perspective is it for an entity like the Fed to kind of bring the economy in for this quote unquote soft landing that is talked about a lot? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's virtually unprecedented. I, w- I, would in, I would even say it's unprecedented. We've had a couple of, of quote unquote soft landings, periods of disinflation without recession, but we've never seen it with inflation as high as it is today, nor with the interest rate hikes as aggressive as the Fed has signaled. And indeed, over the last quarter, we've heard from Chair Powell and others that their commitment to a soft landing is looking more and more like their optimistic outlook rather than their realistic or pessimistic outlook. And yet every single day I open the newspaper or I see what kind of macro indicators we have to evaluate, uh, it it flips me back and forth uh, 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 like I'm a bad surfer trying to determine, are we headed toward a recession? Are we in one already? Are we going to be able to avoid it? And so I'll, I'll say only this. It's, uh, history is not on Powell's side or the Fed's side in terms of the soft landing. But if they are able to engineer disinflation without recession, it will be the, the greatest uh, accomplishment that a central bank has seen uh, in, I, I would say, uh, in the last century. Is the expectation then that, and 
again, you know, all of the people kind of watching this are are, are kind of throwing the numbers out as to what we'll get uh, later today. But 75 basis points seems to be the uh, the consensus at this point. From a historic perspective, 100 basis points, how unique is that as an option if we get it at some point? Not unique, but highly, highly unusual. Uh, 100 basis points is a central bank responding to an economy in absolute distress. These are not garden variety changes. The, change, the, the times we've seen 100 basis points are times when the, the policy regime has even been different, where the Fed isn't tinkering with interest rate changes so much as it is targeting uh, monetary, monetary growth, which is not what the Fed is doing today. The Fed is using a policy rate to adjust its, its policy stance. And so 100 basis points is just breathtaking. Uh, 75 basis points is breathtaking. When you see 25, 50 basis points on the long high cycle, that seem, that is an aggressive central bank. Above 50, we are in, uh, in, in historically unusual circumstances that 100 basis points is virtually unprecedented. And probably to see it from other central banks around the globe, not 75 or 100, but at least to see 50 from some of them as well. Oh, sure. Well, in some central banks, you're seeing, you know, 300 basis points change. Uh, and yeah. and that's that's the the virtues that you have at the Federal Reserve is that this is the international reserve currency, and so there is a uh, it's a, you're able to fine tune monetary policy, and and the problems that other economies face, whether we're talking about Lebanon or Turkey or Sri Lanka or or even the BRIC countries, uh, put Russia to the yeah. side for a moment. Um, we don't we don't have those worlds. So as we as we really cast about and uh, look at history to see what kind of a, a mess the United States has been. It's worth reassuring ourselves and worth reminding ourselves that uh, the monetary and economic, macroeconomic climate for the United States, the world's largest economy, the yeah. uh, uh, the international reserve currency is still highly, highly favorable. Peter, great to have you with us again. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Such a pleasure. Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Peter Conti Brown, Associate Professor of Financial Regulation at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.